Hello, I'm Jay, a pastor serving in Victory Alabang, and you're listening to Preaching in Practice, a podcast where we talk about last week's preaching and how we can put it into practice today. Happy Easter! If you're listening to this um, in the morning, good morning, uh, good afternoon, or good evening. If you're listening to this in a different time of the day, I hope and I trust that the Lord has given you a wonderful time of celebration this Easter me and my family just celebrated it with with prayer and, and enjoying the service and and painting some eggs and easter is one of those things that we filipinos don't celebrate as grand as christmas but but i believe there's much to think about when it comes to easter and the resurrection of the lord jesus christ that's why last sunday we had this wonderful time of worship and and word from pastor steve if you listen to that preaching he talked about this new hope our week two of this series new hope brought by the resurrection of jesus our text last week was from luke chapter 24 verses 36 to 49 when he talked about how when Jesus rose again and he showed himself to the to the early believers, and, and some of them were frightened, right? And then some of them even doubted if he's the real thing. And many of us uh, in, in the 21st century listening to this story goes, well, of course, or maybe you're skeptical of this story. And um, I would be too. If you think about it, I would be too. If if I were there in that situation, in that time, just imagine that you have left everything you've had. You, you left your job and, and some of them, their families, and you've left the life that you thought you'll have the rest of your life. And then you follow this teacher um, moving around from city to city, healing people. And, and, and you, you feel like you're in the winning side, right? Um, every time he talks to the Pharisees, he he kind of outsmarts everybody. It's just an amazing guy overall. But one day, he starts telling you that he's going to go away or he's going to die. And then that day came on that night when he was betrayed and he was captured by the Roman uh, soldiers. And imagine if you were there as one of the early believers of Jesus, um, standing at the feet of the cross, looking at the person you followed. And then all the while you thought he's going to be the winner of all. He's going to be the king. But at that moment, you're looking at him. He's dead on the cross, bleeding himself to death. And, and, and all hope goes just down the drain. But three days after, suddenly... The tomb where, where you guys um, saw him being laid and he's being co- he was covered by cloth. Suddenly, that tomb is empty and he's alive. The shock right through your brain, I guess, and that I could imagine. And the first time we see him again, if we were there, he says, peace to you or shalom. And... I could imagine the, the being frightened and startled by this. But what does this mean? Um, see, this is a wonderful, wonderful narrative and story. And it's true. It's a historical fact. But what does this mean for us living in the 21st century today? And that's what this podcast will be about. How do we put this into practice? 
What are practical ways to live out this wonderful, miraculous event in history, the resurrection of Christ? Because Paul says this, right, in, in 1 Corinthians 15, 14, that if Christ had not risen, then our preaching is in vain. Our faith is in vain. So I think there's much to think about when it comes to practically applying the truth of the resurrection of Christ. Because here's the thing. If Christ is who he says he is, and he did what the Bible describes he did, right? How would that radically change the way you live your life? As a believer, if you are listening to this and you're a believer of Jesus, if if he truly lived, died, and rose again, as he said he did, and as the Bible attests to it, how would that radically change the way you live your everyday life? So I offer three questions in line of this that, that I hope as we think through this and talk about this is, is that will help you um, think through three questions that will help us live out the truth of the resurrection of Christ. The resurrection of Christ is one of those cornerstone realities that our faith is hinged upon. That he lived, he died, he rose again, fulfilling all that was promised in the past. It's one of those things that since it happened, we have what we have as Christians. So, three questions. First is this. If Christ is risen, how should we relate to him? And, and let me say that again. If Christ is risen, how should we relate with him? And I think this is a very important first question um, for us, modern-day people, that if Christ really is risen, which means that what he said is true, what everything that he prophesied, everything that, he's, the, that he did were, were attestations that he is really God, which means really that he holds the universe on the palm of his hands, which means really that he's, he's all-powerful, all-knowing, all, ever-present. How should we then relate with him? And I ask this because um, with, with all the practical questions that we could start with, I think this is the foundation, our relationship with him. Because if we truly rose again from the grave, then we cannot, we cannot relate with him uh, with a shallow um, kind of, of relationship. We cannot just put him right in the drawer, right? If he truly is the son of God, the, the risen king, then we have no business treating him like a side issue. And I think that that rings true to me, that rings true to, to many of us as we Think about this. Whether you are a Christian, a follower of Jesus, which means you you devote yourself to, to who God is and who Jesus is and you 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 just love him. Or or maybe you're not a Christian. Because what I know to be true is that since he has risen, my relationship with him should be shaped by that. The way I pray, the way I spend my time reading the Bible with my family alone and with my community sometimes, with my victory group sometimes. It's shaped by the fact that he truly has risen. You see, in the season of, of 
our when our rhythms are are broken, you know, some of us are so used to waking up in the morning, going to the office, and and, and you know. But now, whether you are a person who works in the office or a person who works um, project-based or, or you're a frontliner, your rhythms have changed. But what shouldn't change is our relationship with him, right? Because he has truly risen. And, and I encourage uh, all of us, including myself, my family, whenever we talk about this, that we reestablish that rhythm of, of opening our eyes in the morning and thinking, Man, since Jesus is alive, I have hope today. I, I, I can pray to him. I can read my Bible with excitement, you know. As a very those are very, very practical. Maybe it sounds so mundane, but it's just so important that since he truly is alive, he's speaking today. Are we listening? Are we setting aside time to enjoy his presence, whether alone? with our family, with our groups, with our online community maybe. And, and this is not to say that that's all we do, right? But again, the question is, the first question is, if Christ is truly risen, how should I relate with him? How excited should I be to talk to a person who's truly alive, that he's not far away, he's with me right now, as the Bible says. That's so important. I remember talking to some of my friends in this quarantine season and, and some of them have this renewed appreciation of their time with God and they're just so excited to open their Bibles again and, and, and they would, um, you know, start all these Bible reading plans and they're, they're just, you know, enjoying it. But some of them, some of my friends, they're, they're just tired. They're just sad in the season and, and they, they can't establish a rhythm. And whether you are that person who's enjoying and, and you're now, you know, having habits or, or you're someone who's struggling with it, the encouraging word for you is this, that he is alive. And, and since he is alive, he's wanting to talk to you. And you shouldn't struggle. Just, just start it slowly but surely getting to know this Jesus. In fact, you can reach out to us at Victory Alabang and, 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 and let us know if there's any help that we could extend to you. The second question I have is this. If Christ is risen, how should we handle and trust God or trust Him with our resources? If Christ is risen, how should we handle and trust Him with our resources. And this is so interesting that after Jesus rose again and he showed himself, the people who, who followed him not only just radically changed the way, you know, they realized that he's truly the Messiah. They know that. But but somehow this resurrection event just, just deepened that, their relationship with him. But also it radically reoriented them in the way they handled their, their finances and their resources. Just imagine, um, Acts describes this, right? How the people who were followers of Jesus, even after he ascended to heaven, he, these people who followed Jesus would gather, would even sell their possessions and would give away some of these resources. And, and they had good standing in their community because of this. The way they saw Jesus shaped the way they viewed their resources. And I believe that's the same question for us today. If we truly believe that he has risen, how 
Am I trusting in handling my time, my talent, and my treasure today? Because the resurrected Christ shapes the way I view my resources. Think about that for a moment. If you are listening to this and maybe um, you have more time now to rest, enjoy it. You know, um, I, I know that that uh, in the season, a lot, of, a lot of people are encouraging us to learn new skill and those are great things, right? But maybe for you, the call is to rest and enjoy that season of resting by all means. Is that how God is leading you to trust Him? And handle your resources. So maybe you are, you know, um, working from home and, and you need just a, a little bit of encouragement about what you're doing. Because, you know, working from home is kind of difficult. You're, you know, distractions everywhere and whatnot. But but I want to encourage you, um, the way you handle and, and your resources, your time, your, your talent, your treasure, it, it shows how much you realize who this Christ is. And what he has done. Maybe your time now would be allotted to enjoying your family, to enjoying, as I've said, God. What skills and gifts do you have right now that God can use for the, for the advancement of his kingdom since he truly has risen? I think about Paul and Peter and Matthew and John and how they just poured out their lives because they encountered this Jesus. In the same vein of thought, I think about some of my friends who are frontliners, some of my friends who are nurses and doctors who right now are using their God-given time, talent, and treasure because they truly realize that Christ is risen. I want to encourage you that God knows where you're going and God knows as you go home and think of you who are jobless right now and you're worrying, will you trust him that, that in this season, in this season, God still is in control? Because if death cannot defeat him, the lack of job couldn't as well in your life. If Christ is risen, how should we handle and trust God with our resources? In fact, maybe you're a person listening to this and you're saying, I'm not sure how this goes and, and my money's not even enough for, for our family. You know, think about this. If God can, can rise up from the grave, you think your lack of resources can hinder him from blessing you? And really, I encourage you to, to really just trust him in this season. And to handle it, the same vein, the same, same thing, to handle whatever you have, to really worship Him, honor God, and make disciples. And the third question I have is this, if Christ is risen, how should we view and love people? This is another aspect of, of the, the truth of the resurrection of Christ that should be reshaped, really. And that's true, again, of the early church. That's true of, imagine the many men and women who, who follow Jesus and suddenly those people that they naturally should hate, they, they just love them. <laughs> like, can you just imagine um, the early people in the church, how some of them were Romans, Gentiles, and some of them were 
staunch Jews who grew up, you know, hating all these Roman people. But but for some reason, they're gathering together, sharing food and worshiping Jesus and they're loving one another. Why? Because Christ is risen. Because everything is sets on, starts and ends with who Jesus is for them. And I think in the same manner, in the modern life that we live today, the resurrection of Christ should shape the way we view people. That, that since life and death and, and resurrection, the life and death and resurrection of Christ are true, then what he said about loving people, regardless of skin color, political affiliation, um, socioeconomic status, and, and all other sorts kind of things, are they're, they're leveled in view of who Christ is. The risen Christ enables us to love beyond affiliation, beyond skin color, beyond our emotions even. This reminds me of one of our churchmates, uh, Sir Joel. I, I was just talking to him yesterday. Um, and, and we were talking about he's a soldier. And, and we were talking about how he... Uh, is now in the season that he's guarding some of the borders here in the Spinas. It's kind of difficult going to um, his home where he cannot even hug his children. He cannot even, um, you know, do the things that he usually does. But but he does this because he knows God called him to do this. And he knows this is an expression of the love of God to these people. We talked about how he would serve some of those who who are, um, you know, person under monitoring and person under investigation and how he would try his best to serve them and love them even if there's, there's that fear that he might be infected if ever, trying his best not to get infected, but at the same time showing love. And, and I'm just so encouraged by people like him. Because in a time of selfishness and hoarding and, and, and just taking um, things for, for your own sake, there are people, Christians, who are just more than willing to show love, to show compassion in this time. And I believe you, you who are listening to this podcast, I believe God has laid out for you something in your life that, that can show this, this, this kind of love to people. And it may be um, in the shape of uh, the way you're spending your, your time with your family right now. Maybe it's, it's in the shape of that person who passes by your house every now and then selling, I don't know, vegetables. Maybe it's that, that person, that neighbor that you don't get to talk to usually. And maybe it's an enemy even that you had to fall out with and then and, and for some reason, God is leading you at this season to forgive and to just show love and compassion. Maybe it's that person's a message away. Maybe it's, a, it's, a, it's your dad or your mom who because of many circumstances, your relationship has been shattered and broken. And maybe the resurrected Christ is reminding you if, if, Death could not hold Jesus down. There's no hopeless relationship as well. God can bring life into that relationship. 
And I guess there's just so many ways that this could take shape in the lives of, in our lives today. I personally am, am challenged by thinking about these questions. If Christ is risen, how should I relate to him? What kind of prayer life should I have? How, how much, how much passion and, and, and just, just focus should I have in, in, in just enjoying his word? If Christ is truly risen, how should I handle my resources and trust God with my resources? And, and also, if, if really, if Christ is risen, how should I view and love people around me? But as, I, as we think through these challenging questions, I believe at the core of all these things is the grace of God that will enable us to, to really relate with Him with love and humility and at the same time confidence as children that His grace would enable us to, to trust Him and to handle our resources for His glory and for the love of His church. And also, because His risen, His grace as well will enable us to love people beyond our abilities as we try to tie it in together. The empty tomb reminds us that no hope in this world is available except when it's empowered and given and sustained by God himself. And whether you are new as a follower of Jesus, and maybe you're not even a follower of Jesus, you're just, you just chance upon this podcast and somebody sent it to you. I, I just know this, that if you're, more, if you're willing to put and, and trust this Jesus, if you're willing to, he's going to do something great in your life. And you'd be able to relate with him with grace and trust him with your finances and resources and, and love people beyond your ability. I'm excited. And if you're listening to this and you're, you're a follower of Jesus, continue following Jesus. Remember, you're not measured by what you do because the king, the king loves you. But at the same time, he wants you to follow him. I'm encouraged because the first words from the mouth of Jesus when he saw them was this, peace to you, shalom, completeness and wholeness be upon you. And I want to pray this as we end. I want us to think about that peace that only comes from him. God, we thank you because you're the God of peace. You're the God who enables us to love you because of your love. You're the God that enables us to trust you and, and, and handle our resources, whether it's our time, our, our treasure, our uh, things that we have, our talents, that in the first place came from you anyway. Lord, thank you that you are, that, that you are the king of peace that enables us, Lord, to love people beyond our abilities even. Today, Lord, as we think about these things, grant us the grace to enjoy you and to love other people. God, we thank you. In the name of Jesus Christ, we pray. Amen. Thanks for tuning in. If you like what you heard, subscribe to our podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or on our website, www.victoryalabang.church. And while you're at it, you can share this with your friends. Tune in next Tuesday for a brand new episode in Preaching and Practice. Thank you so much and God bless you.